0: Thank you. Kevin Carr over Skype. Kevin is riding along with his daughter. So make sure y'all pray for this man. <laughs> 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 That's me, This
1: may be my last podcast I ever do. So, for everybody, thank you for listening. I don't want to make it out of this on a live.
0: Not. So if you just hear a random <laughs> boom, 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 boom. yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, none less. Well, hey, um, <clears throat> good to have you on. Ho- hopefully, this is not the last time you're on. But <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have, it's good but, to have you on. Your last time. Yeah, uh, I didn't say all that, but hey, you know what I'm saying. Well, I already know y'all. Y'all got good insurance, so hopefully you'll be all right. <laughs> 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 no favor in that whatsoever, huh? Dude, I've been in a Jeep. We're riding in a
1: Jeep Wrangler. So if if we get in, if we get in her
0: back, we are going down in a blanket.
1: Nice,
0: <laughs> nice. She's going
1: nice. to roll us off into a ditch.
0: <laughs> thinking, thinking we can go off road. Oh, well, hey, man, let's get right into it, man. <laughs> How'd y'all end up down there? I have no clue. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey. Hopefully, hopefully, for sure. Uh, yeah. I, I got more favor with Carissa than, than you do, so I think you all be her, just fine.
1: I told her we'll switch when we get to St. Augustine, but I think the
0: switch is going to happen at the Regency Square Mall. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. wait hey, man, let's get right into it, man. Um, yeah, I know there's a lot of football stuff going on, but there is a particular basketball or basketball player that were involved in something federal, crime, and I want to definitely discuss that first. Um, all right, so let, let me just get this started off because I'm pretty sure most of you guys have heard about this. Uh, so there were 18 former NBA players that have been indicted in the Manhattan Federal Court. For a sweep alleged insurance scheme to defraud the Leeds benefit plan of nearly $4 million. Uh, so federal prosecutor as NBA player Terrence Williams, who is the ringleader, uh, the scheme recruited other players in the health plan by offering fake invoices that he allegedly got for 230000 in kickbacks. All the indicted individuals were faced <laughs> a conspiracy to commit health care fraud and wire fraud as well aggravated identity theft. All charges. Oh, all charges. All were charged with a conspiracy to commit healthcare fraud and wire fraud, which carries a potential penalty up to 20 years in prison. Williams was also charged with aggravated identity theft, which carried a potential penalty up to two years in prison. Apparently, Williams orchestrated this whole year-long scheme and recruited other NBA players, participants, to assist by algorithm fake invoices to support their claims. He allegedly received 230000 in kickback payments from 10 other players in return for providing alleged false documentation. Kevin, okay, some of the NBA players that are involved in this mess let me name all of them Milk Palac- Palacio, Sebastian Telfair, Antoine Wright, Darius Miles, Ruben Patterson, Eddie Robinson, Gregory Smith, Glenn Big Baby Davis, Jamario Moon. Terrence Williams, who I mentioned is the ringleader, Alan Anderson, Tony Allen, probably the most noble one that we know, Shannon Brown, Will Bynum, Melvin Eli, Christopher Douglas Roberts, and Tony Walton are the 18 players involved with this mess. Kevin, when you read this and saw this, I'm like everybody else. What was your initial reaction to this mess, man? like, what, what are they doing? And they, they went to black-collar crime,
1: uh, crime, and now white-collar crime, and then NBA-colored crime. I'm, I'm trying to figure out why they would even do this and why they just couldn't. I, we know Big Baby Davis probably already has high cholesterol, so he could claim that and get his money from the league just for being like... <laughs> <laughs> It's just the thing that screams out to me with all these guys is these are guys that had, had some of them had a small snippet of a career, other ones didn't even have their
0: big time shot in their career, and now they're going after Levine trying to scheme them out and stuff just so they can get a little extra money. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> not, be, be, I- not, not
1: to be cliche, but sometimes you just can't take the hood out of anybody <laughs> you gotta go you gotta want to commit a crime before hey the crime's just get more more elaborate and more skimmy I guess per se but I'm like hey y'all need to scheme the league out of, out of money are y'all hurting that much I know y'all got paid a good amount of money just on your rookie contracts alone. it's called savings man I know Big Baby Davis made money for being mediocre. He made a lot of money for being mediocre. I know one team that paid him a lot of money.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. come on. I know Sebastian Telfair made a lot of money just off a shoe deal alone. So, uh, man, it's just, one, it's shocking that, they had to go and do this just so they could get the
0: money. And two, it's shocking that they don't have any money no more because they blew through all the. money. That you had to resort to this. Blew through all your money. <laughs> there is Miles who who's on a podcast with Quentin Richardson Knuckleheads. He's very notable. You know, he does a lot of stuff on his own in media. He makes sixty-one million. Glenn and Big Baby Days make thirty-four million. So 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 to look at this and and see. These players doing this scheme. It, it just seemed like, oh, what what talking into doing this? What what convinced you to go ahead and actually go through with a plan like this and have eighteen players on board to do something this silly? You
1: let one guy, you let one guy pyramid scheme eighteen players
0: basically, <laughs> basically, man, and. He, he- He pyramid-schemed y'all. He was trying to sell y'all something, and y'all bought into
1: it, and then he got a kickback for it. He literally pyramid-schemed these boys. So, idiots, and now all of them are going to get in trouble. Most of them are only going to get a smack on the wrist and have to pay back the money. Others, they may be facing, but I don't think nothing huge is going to come out of it. I think they'll all get slapped on the wrist and fines and stuff like that.
0: But it's just, it was stupid. It's oh, just, it's, yeah. there's going to be a lot of plea deals in this. There's oh, going to be God, a lot yeah. of snitching. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's going to be a lot of settlements. It's, it's going to be crazy how uh, Terrence Williams probably going to get hit the hardest with all this mess. What so, was the dude
1: with the tattoos on his face?
0: Nah, Terrence Williams, he played for the Raptors. He... What, was what was the name of the, rap, uh, the rapper with
1: the, with the tattoos all over his
0: face that snitched on everybody? Oh. Oh, I'm blanking on there's a couple... What was it? Sikashi, yeah, it was a 6'9". Yeah, six nine. Yes, yeah. six nine. Yes, that's right. There's about to be seventeen of them that turn into him. <laughs> and then they just start snitching on all of them. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be a mess. So here's my thought: you got eighteen former NBA players. So this this is my first initial reaction. I'm like, okay, why would you do something that's dumb? Two, your your you pro your pro basketball players. You can do anything else. You can go coach. You can go be a advisor or something. You can do all these other things. And so when I you said can, I was so when I said can, this You can get a shitty endorsement deal if you want to make some money and make more than you made off of scheming the freaking league. Something you're a ball player. So I'm like, okay, at least be a coach. <laughs> Believe it or not, one of these guys on the list just got hired to be an assistant coach. Not anymore. <laughs> Milk Palacio was got hired to be assistant coach for the Portland Trailblazers. He got hired by Chuncy Billups. Ooh, not
1: anymore. He didn't.
0: <laughs> that's that's rough. <laughs> you know what's funny too? I look at a lot of this list. A lot of these guys play in the Big Three league too. That Ice Cube made. Yeah, they were. They, they- bad
1: part about it is being a pro athlete once you get to that certain level you don't want to let it go especially it seems like especially basketball players they don't want to let it go no matter how old they get, They think they can still play a little bit so they'll go to whatever they'll go overseas like we've seen a lot of them just go overseas and go play you see a lot of them play in this big three
0: league you see they just try it's like they're trying to stay relevant well why not groups, why not go Right. Yeah. wasn't a way to say relevant. (laughs) Keeping the
1: league out of money wasn't a way to say relevant. Big Baby (laughs) could have went. Big Baby could have went to his nearest donut shop (laughs) and got a sponsorship deal, probably for more money than he made off of this. Like I know these. I'm just. I'm trying to figure out how did you blow through all your money so fast, and you needed it so bad that you decided, hey, scheming the league out of millions of dollars is the way to
0: go. Oh, that definitely foolish, man. I just.
1: Stupid is as stupid does.
0: Yeah. So here, here's another thing too. If I get off this subject, Tony Allen was set to have his jersey retired at the beginning of the season for by the Memphis Grizzlies? Get not anymore. Breaks. Not anymore. Tony Allen was going to have his jersey retired and it's not It's not going to happen anymore. You no, know,
1: he was going to have his jersey retired,
0: brother.
1: is this yeah. how bad the Memphis Grizzlies got?
0: Is it they were going to retire Tony Allen's jersey? They was going to retire his jersey, correct. You, you-
1: <laughs> what are they going to do and, uh, uh, big country are they going to retire his jersey
0: <laughs> so yeah listen I, I know we've been talking about football but I just had to start off with that I'm just like that uh, just get tired of something stupid I'm I, this whole—that came out of nowhere. But this is this is the NBA, man. You get drama from left and right, man, and and <laughs> these players got caught up in that mess. And it's beyond bizarre, ridiculous. All the things and Kevin, I'm describing it was stupid that they did that. So um, since
1: since we're on the NBA topic, uh, what do you think of the preseason so far?
0: The preseason is. So it's always hard to get a read on that, man. I always try to thread lightly on that, but I've been very uh, impressed with watching some of these sophomore players come into play. Uh, the Bulls look pretty good; uh, they they can score. They, that's that's they're gonna be their strong school. They they can score. I just wonder when the game comes, it's freaking for them, and cause they don't really defend well. Yeah. Um, the Heat is looking pretty solid. Seem like Kyle is gonna fit in well with them. Uh, look pretty good I try and tell people about the Magic one more time they, they watch the first game and Celtics game and saw the hot takes so talking about oh we're definitely a play-in team no, we're not then we came and played the Pelicans they were missing the, I mean I know we ain't got Isaac we ain't got Foles we ain't got Trumo Kiki but they ain't got Zion Williamson they ain't got Brandon Ingram playing they smacked those by like 25 Jalen Suss gonna take some time to reclaim the lead so that's gonna take some time um, I think I saw one of the nastiest dunks in, in preseason um, Jerry <laughs> uh, Allen got dunked on again by this same guy John Collins it just seemed like the same guy different jersey doesn't matter
1: here's, <laughs> so, a, here's, the, thing, here's
0: the thing though Brad ain't afraid to go up and try to challenge somebody dunking the ball no no he, I, he, I'm out he, that He, he just not realized. <laughs> You can't jump as high as this mofo. You, you So stop.
1: Like, he's continuously doing this to you. I know you want to get that one block on him so everybody says you're even. He's up like five.
0: <laughs> so
1: um, I, can't, I can't just two ducks as five. Because that yeah. one was worth three alone the other night. <laughs> he, Jordan, he
0: Jordan emblemed him. Dude, he literally was...
1: did the Jordan emblem on him.
0: It was bad. I was
1: bro. like, oh, it was sick.
0: Yeah, it, it was bad. Uh, but, hey, what, what's your thoughts about your team? Uh, have you counted us out the highlights? I know you was kind of impressed with Tyler Hero. You want to speak on him a little bit and, and a little bit about he looks, your heats? He looks bigger and he looks more comfortable. If you get that from him all
1: year long, he's going to win six man of the year. If you nice. get that, if you get that from him. But you have to get that from him constantly. But right now he looks more comfortable. It's like I told CL on when we did the show the other day on the Heat podcast. If really Tyler Hero's rookie year was a bubble in last year, like if you want to get technical with it, right? It was it was the year before and then going into the bubble, and last year was his rookie year. Because I kind of I kind of put it all together. Because really. That's what it was. That's the amount of games he played was all of that was his rookie year. So everybody was like sophomore slump. And I was like, I didn't view it that way. I view it more of he was still a rookie learning how to get through all of these games. I told him the bubble was the worst thing for him because it got him comfortable. I said, once you get comfortable and you're in the same setting and you don't have to do all this traveling and all this stuff. And you don't have to prepare for games like you had to before because you were in this bubble. It was easy. It was easier for these guys and that's why teams that were cohesive made a deeper run than other teams did in the bubble because of, because of that, the way it was but I, I told him i said i viewed it as this is going into his sophomore season or year two whatever you want to call it so this right. is what i view as a sophomore season i said this is where i want to see how he grows and how he does everything because he can play this one year and i know he got bigger i know he he put on weight he seems to be more comfortable he's not just settling for well so forth he sees you don't see him doing what he did the prior year and just shooting threes and doing all this stuff he's actually getting into the paint working that little uh, trey young shot that everybody calls it now and then booker shot or it's just a little mid-range push shot
0: right, right. Just,
1: so yeah and Bam was quoted as saying, "I worked on my three ball. No, 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 no. You need to work on that little baby hook you were doing the other night. That's where you need. <laughs> don't take your big butt back outside. You stay right there and you do that. Mm-hmm. But I, I Cal Lowry is definitely. Uh, you can definitely tell the difference. He, he wants to push, and the Heat have been pushing a lot more, which which I'm okay with because we haven't seen him really push like that. Ever before, and it, it's
0: a different look.
1: But I think they'll be okay.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, y'all like, gonna be a, a dang good team, they, man. <laughs> I,
1: definitely, I definitely take think they're the third, fourth best team in the East.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a fair. Yeah, they, that's definitely fair. They,
1: yeah, they definitely, they definitely look three or four. So I think yeah. they're a little bit better than the Hawks now. I think they're, I think they're a little bit better than, than Philly. Only mm-hmm. uh, like two teams I don't see them better than are. Are the Nets and then to end the Bucks, but mm-hmm. I think they can I think they can keep up with the Bucks just because of the Lowry addition. Actually, gives you somebody who's going to be able to guard people, and that that's the big T thing. And you still and we still don't know what we're going to get out of Oladipo when he comes back. So yeah, I, I'm very much I'm very much looking forward to that. But yeah, that, they they look pretty good. I, I'd say right around three or four in the league. But I, like I said, I don't take a lot out of preseason. I know they let
0: them play with four fouls in the first half because them guys didn't care. They were
1: just trying to foul. They were like, okay, I broke the sled. I'm good to go. Let's
0: go. Yeah. I'm going to a Magic game on Sunday, so I'll be, I'm I'm still kind of questioning what kind of offense they're running. It's just been dribble hands off and it's not really playing the stroke scene and stuff like that. They're not even at full strength,
1: so I don't even think they know what they're going to be doing
0: yet. Yeah. So let, let me say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me go ahead and say this, and, and, I, and this is probably going to be your reaction from now. Um, but we'll see how it works. I, I just don't think the Celtics are that good. I've been seeing people like, oh, there might be a super team and everything like that. All they have is Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and all the other guys they have on their bench is just they're inconsistent. Not worry about them
1: they had the same
0: thing they had last year. Yeah. They're super easy to guard. All they do is run a lot of high, so heavy heavy sets. And that's super easy to guard. The more, the further you get into the playoffs. You got two players that handle the ball. There was one of the lowest passing teams in the the NBA, them in Portland. They just don't pass the ball that much. and It's very predictable what they run. I just don't know. They're not hitting shots. They're, They're role players. I know they got Al Horford back and they got... Dennis Schroeder over there they just, they're very predictable to me I just I don't I don't see them that's one team I think that's going to really struggle on surprise locker people are like, oh they're going to be a sleeper. I, I think Boston's going to slip
1: no, yeah, they'll, they'll score points, but they, they ain't, ain't going to be able to do anything. When you, can, when you shoot the ball from 50 foot away, you're going to be able to get away from defense and somewhat, but it, I, I, I'm just that depressed. I'm more curious to see how robot Kyrie Irving does when they have to play the games in Brooklyn. He's going, to come, he's going to come in like Sheldon did on some of those big big theory episodes. Where he's just a
0: robot. No, you didn't call that man Robot Kyrie Irving. That's funny. Kyrie. Because that's how he's going to come.
1: All you're going to see is his face on the computer screen. He's going to be yelling out plays for the computer screen, and he's going to be that robot that they had in the Olympics.
0: Oh, man. They see me rolling. They hate him.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> so see what that robot does? It
0: makes gets everything. me riding dirty. <laughs> Oh, and before we transition, did you see that NBA seventy five commercial?
1: Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No no MJ. No, that's bad. Yeah, no MJ. That was, I, I don't know if he just he, no he probably declined it. I'm pretty sure they asked him.
1: Probably because Isaiah Thomas was in it. so.
0: <laughs> hey, you're probably not lying either <laughs> while well, I'm but lying, they So, even, but like, they didn't even have like a lot of videos of it. Yeah, they had him doing the dunk. That was really it. But. But you're great. You're the, the
1: arguably the greatest player to ever play basketball. And you're talking about. LeBron seeding people, the younger players. No, bitch, he didn't see the people. That guy seeded the people. I was mm-hmm. like, come on. The best part of that whole video though, was Larry Bird, Magic Johnson being neighbors.
0: Yeah, that was great. And then the whole That's Kobe Merrill the, the Kobe thing, yeah, yeah. yeah Kobe Merrill, cool. Book uh, that was pretty cool. So and yeah, then yeah. um wait a
1: minute, Jordan was in the in the whole damn commercial. It just was yeah. the wrong
0: mic. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan and then who's at a stop sign stopping Michael B. Jordan that was funny too someone kept stopping thank you Gary Payton I'm sitting out I'm trying to remember that because I'm Gary Payton the glove he's like come on it's a glove man yeah this is kind of his thing <laughs> <laughs> great stuff man. Yeah, the, campaign. the campaign going telling people no 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 they couldn't walk across the street <laughs> that's awesome alright so let's transition to NFL um another story before we go into discussing some of the scores and upsets and stuff like that Kev Urban Meyer y'all had a Thursday night game in Ohio he went out to his restaurant and was caught on video being fresh with some women uh had the
1: creeping with the girl next door.
0: <laughs> that was a great video he sent to us by the way that was pretty funny nice, funny
1: I don't know what I was doing, sticking my finger in her back door. <laughs> oh my god. What is, first off, first, first off, first off, the video, all that stuff. Okay, that's between him, his family, and all that junk. My biggest problem was you didn't come back with the teeth. You sat there. After the game, preach that you were heartbroken from these guys. You guys are almost there. Y'all need to stick together as a team, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then you don't come back with them. You stay. That's going to rub people the wrong way, no matter how you look at it. And then you get the videos coming out. And one, you can't convince me that this girl did not know what she was doing and did not know she was being video. Because especially when she came out and came after and goes, ha ha, look at all these videos that people are taking and coming out with. And you knew what you was doing because you've known him before. That's the funny Absolutely. part. Absolutely. You knew, him before. you knew what you was doing. You were trying to get your 15 minutes away. You were getting your name out there and you succeeded. Good on you. But still, he shouldn't have put himself in that position as a married man. That's my take on all that. After that, that's him, his families, his wife's Think We all know that him and his wife have had problems in the past. We all know stuff that has went down when they were at Florida.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you don't know, I'm just going to say everybody was booping uglies with everybody else. That's all I got to say about that. Somebody goes, well, they had to open there. We don't know if it was open or not, but we know a couple of things that were open. <laughs> <That's my trip. laughs> it's just that stuff is between him and his family. Let them deal with that. You've got bigger worries to worry about. Now, mind you, if they come out and they play good against Tennessee and they win, a lot of people in Jacksonville will be like, whatever. Sure, of course. But me personally... I think he should have been gone. I think he should have. They should have just right then wiped their hands with it and then like, okay, dude, we we just we we need to cut it right here before it gets any worse. But the owner of the Jaguars, we know he's not a good decision maker because all, he's already sent this team back five years by keeping the past regime here three years past how when they should have been fired already. So, we know he's not a good, good on this, making decisions, but it is what it is. We, we just got to deal with it. But I, I personally don't think Herb is going to be here next year. I would just – I would have got rid of him, let Charlie Strong take it over, let him
0: see what he can do with the team, and then go on another coaching search next year. Yeah, he, he's definitely on thin ice. Even he wasn't before, I haven't won the game a lot of pressure and stuff like that. I and- I don't,
1: gonna, even think he's, I don't even think he's on thin ice. I think he's at neck deep water, mm. and any more steps that he takes, he's gonna drown himself. Yeah, I, that's, that's that's where I think he is. I, I, we look, we're live in Florida. We do don't we don't do ice metaphors. We do <laughs> drowning <laughs> metaphors.
0: All right. He's, well, gonna, he's that about neck deep. In neck deep,
1: deep
0: water, and the sharks are circling. Let's just put it that way. Mm-mm-mm. A one okay. drop of blood, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, yeah, no, nah, it, it, it's, it's a metaphor that works. So, and like I said, you saw the video, I saw the video, and I'm saying, I, I just, I personally feel bad for Jaguar fans that's got to deal with this, and there, this is not becoming about football anymore is a distraction and you just hope that you know they get a win here soon so they can alleviate that but it it just it's highlight even more
1: this is my hope I hope none of this takes away from Trevor Lawrence's growth the key, urban, the key to this whole thing is an urban. The key to the the key to Jaguar success here and in the future is Trevor. Mm-hmm. The, poor, the young man has a lot riding on his shoulder. He's got a franchise's future riding on his shoulders. And we just need the type of environment that is good for him to be able to grow and to become the football player that everybody thinks he is. That's the big gigantic key for this whole thing because they already we, we know they they haven't done a good job ever in acquiring talent except for right. the beginning of the they haven't we had 2017 we had a good job doing grabbing talent but then all of them left because they were also have, unhappy to be here all right. thanks because Tom Coughlin around too long but it's just that's the key man that that kid that kid is our key that kid's what makes us go, okay, you might be okay. Definitely. So if, if nothing hinders him, then that that that's where our main concern is up here. We're like, we don't give a shit about Herman Murray. We don't give a shit. That's what happened? He can get fired. We don't care. Mm-hmm. Bring us a coach that's gonna help Trevor grow. Definitely. If anybody's wanting Trevor to grow, then that's what we need to focus on. Yep. If somebody asked. But well, who would you want to coach? Who would you want to coach? I'm like, I don't know. Give me Byron Leftwich. Give me Eric Bien. Give me somebody like that. Give me somebody that's been around the NFL that can go and grab people that will help him. But
0: give me somebody that has that NFL
1: experience.
0: And go from there. That is a good name, the Chief Assistant Head Coach. I think he'd yeah, be yeah. a good Good, good fit let for you let, guys.
1: Let, let us get somebody that has learned from good people in right. the league. Byron's right. learned. Byron's been learned
0: under a few people. Yep. And, good come for him to come to Jacksonville. That'd be pretty cool too if he gets get some get a look at it too. Yeah, definitely, everybody,
1: man. Everybody's like, we'll bring Byron back and we'll see what he can do.
0: Because
1: yes. he, he's a damn good he's a damn good offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Even when he didn't, even when he didn't have number twelve back there, he was. Still, I just call him number twelve. Everybody knows who you talk about If you just say twelve, <laughs> he got him back there. But he did good. He did good with other people back there as well. So, mm-hmm. and he was an underrated quarterback. Mind you, he had his moments where he done boneheaded, stupid things. But he was a Jaguar quarterback. They've all done boneheaded, stupid things. So, but yeah, man, he. I'd, I'd say we give them a shot being anybody with some type of NFL experience or learned from people that, that
0: been good NFL coaches great alright let's uh, move forward and talk about week four was a very weird week man as far as NFL and, and few upsets more than usual but that's a tip that's any given Sunday, that's how it goes with football. You just never know. The parody is great. You sit here and make these picks and and I know I got I got a few pools that I'm in and stuff like that. And I'm like, Oh, okay, this team will win, this team will win. <laughs> It just it just doesn't happen that way. So literally who, who Vegas had picked to win some of these games. And I there's four in particular that I'm going to highlight here. Uh, so you got the Titans and the Jets. Uh, the Jets end up winning 27-24. ended up being the Saints 27-21 to in overtime. Uh, the Cardinals molly Wap Yeah, Yep, that was overtime too. Uh, my favorite word here, Kevin, you going to laugh at this one As you did last episode. Yep, the Cardinals molly-whopped the Rams. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> uh, and then the Colts ended up being a Dolphin and the Dolphins was a, was a small favorite and that that makes me to consider that an upset so um Kevin I was we both agree on this what was the most impressive upset and, and why why is it the Cardinals <laughs> Arizona's
1: legit I, I to me it's not an upset because I think is legit everybody was high on the Rams because they beat the Bucks, But Arizona is a really good football team, especially on offense. Tyler Murray is, right now he's leading the MVP voting. He, he, they are a a legit good football team. And I don't know why why we're shocked about it, but they're a good football team. I would say the weird upset was the Jets. I was like, Really, the the Jets. (laughs) That's what I was shocked about. I was shocked at the Jets before Jaguars had.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, listen, I. I,
1: The Jets are good good on defense, but I didn't think they were good enough. But the Titans were also missing missing
0: every wide receiver mm known to man. Yeah. I. So, listen, I and I did the NFC preview and I, I picked the Cardinals to win the division and I kind of stepped back on that because I, I did get start drinking the Rams Kool-Aid a little bit because I was like, wow, they beat the bus. That's impressive. And I, I kind of leaned more towards that because I saw how the Cardinals barely beat some of these other teams that they should have. But they went on a road here and went into a, a, a good team's home field and, and really just dominate all facets of the game. The thing about the Cardinals, too, yeah, they got that high obtained offense, but their defense is just middle of the pack enough for them to be, you know, solid. Solid. You know, they still got Isaiah Simmons. They still got, I mean, J.J. Watts older, and they got Chandler Jones. So, I mean, they, they got pieces on that defense that's good enough to kind of get them by. And as long as you play that possession game with them, Kyler and, and offense company, they're going to get points. And I got to give him credit. So I, I personally want to apologize to the car because I backed off a little bit when I picked him to win a division at the beginning of the year. Um, but with that win right there, very impressive by them. Um, Kyler, they, they mentioned it. on, um, and, and you see it. He's more comfortable in the pocket this year as posed to last year. Uh, he's running out of his pocket to look for the pass that are looking for the run. Kyler Murray's been impressive, man. And and give credit to his receivers. He's you don't know who's gonna show up. I mean, it could be anybody. They're they're deep. They have AJ Green. They have they have Christian, Christian Kirk. And they are, yeah, they have they have DeAndre Hopkins. Like they are a solid football team. Not so I mean no, they're a great football team. And, very, um, very good football team. And they should be taken serious right away. Now they play in the best division in football. Um, but still may thepeg that they're they're very good in that and the best division of football. I'm
1: curious to see if they can keep it going throughout the year but I, I think they can. I think they got they got enough
0: on both sides of the ball to to definitely uh, definitely keep it going. How about last night's game
1: though? last night's game the, the dueling broken fingers of uh, of the starting quarterbacks in Russell. Russell Wilson's finger looking like (laughs) (laughs) E.T.
0: You just hope he's okay. They said, I think somebody said he might need surgery on it. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was like, did you see it? I was like, did you see
1: his finger? Uh, I was like, it was broke. Like, broke, broke. If he he didn't break it, if he didn't do that, probably Seattle wins Mm -hmm. that football
0: game. That good of a football game? I missed I saw the highlights, and I just... Gino Smith came in the game, leads them down for a touchdown,
1: and then uh, and then they were, uh, they were down by a touchdown at the end, or I think by six, five or six, and they had the ball with minutes left, and going into the two-minute offense, and Geno made the right read, threw it to Lockett, but Lockett fell down. And as soon as Lockett fell down, Rams got the interception and won the game.
0: Mmm.
1: But yeah, you know, it was it was a good
0: ball game. You know what's crazy? I, I still forgot Gino Smith was in the league. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know, man. As soon as my dad told me he was in the league, I'm like, wow, he's still in the league. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, I was like, man, Gino Smith still in the league? That is insane. But hey, nonetheless, good for him. i almost had a team coming back. And getting the win, so yeah, like I said, <laughs> so um, we, we got to keep an eye on, on the Rams here. They started off strong, and now we got to monitor them to see what's going on there. So, but yeah, this is where we at with that. Yeah, that definitely, definitely a good time. All right, so let's just move on here I was we, I, I, listen New York both of the teams got wins so I'm not gonna hop on them anymore so um, yeah, it's Sorry, bad that their, their baseball team is out in the playoffs so I'm not gonna mess with New York still New York right now so <laughs> even though Kevin would love to um, what Nick suck. <laughs> oh as a family guy did it, he, he he really named the whole all the teams like yeah. He was like Nick suck, Nick suck, Yankees suck, red like Rangers suck, <laughs> Jess suck, John suck. <laughs> Yankees have all the teams. Yeah, I was, to suck. yeah, they went off on the tangent there. Alright, so um, let's move mine. Mine's always been Nick Suck. Yeah, I know, yeah. Or mm-hmm. really no. I'm not going to say it right now, but Apple. <laughs> no doubt. All right, so let's, yep. let's move over and, and talk. Um, let's go to the college football. New top 10, top 10 AP poll that came out earlier in the week. And some shuffling, of course, happened. So now we're looking at number one Alabama, number two Georgia, number three Iowa, number four Penn State, who all are five and zero. Number five Cincinnati, number six Oklahoma, uh, five and zero. Cincinnati is four and zero. Number seven Ohio State is four and one. Number eight Oregon is four and one. Number nine Michigan five and zero. Number ten BYU is 5-0. So. Kevin, um, what team to you as far as college football had the most impressive impressive victory uh, last week that you can recall uh, you Keith? Yeah That was the most impressive victory it
1: was Kentucky. I didn't think Arkansas was good, good for Georgia. and oh, do Arkansas is not that good. Uh, Alabama beat Ole Miss. Oh, uh, beat Ole Miss killed to a mere 437 going from their own 20. Uh, yeah, but that wasn't impressive. That was just stupid in Ole Miss' part. Ole Miss
0: to
1: stop a little.
0: You think you have ball game. that was impressive, but yeah, Kentucky's was the most impressive win over the. Over yep. the weekend. I'm looking over that, yeah, got yeah. Auburn, LSU, twenty four nineteen. There's some good ball games around. So, and then that, that kind of settled into the question here: team with the most disappointing uh showing. And I know that kind of aligned with you, so I want you to go ahead and you can go ahead and sign up on the Gators.
1: Florida, that was, that was terrible. That was, and everybody who talks about defense of Grantham and all that, that wasn't on defense of Grantham. That was on, that was on as much as we say good things about Dan Mullen and his play calling, that was some of the worst play calling that Dan Mullen has ever done in his career. It was like he had no confidence whatsoever in his quarterback to do anything down the field. And just watching that game, I'm like, he do not trust him at all. Like, you're running quarterback draws on, on second down and 10, first and 10 front of thing instead of getting the ball to your playmaking running backs. You're running quarterback draws, and you're not either not running the ball with your running backs or not throwing the ball. Your running backs have been your go to this year and you just completely went away from them and decided to run all these things. It's not going to work, man. And I was like, it was just just head-puzzling, bad play calling. Not at the end of the first, right before the end of the first half, you had the ball with two minutes left and you didn't do anything good. You didn't even try to go down the field and score, which you were able to go down the field. You were able to get your receivers open. Emery, Emery, Emery just, as much as, he improved over those few games. He just is too slow getting rid of the ball. Even over his improvement over those two games, he still was slow getting rid of the ball, and that's still what I noticed. The big takeaway that I noticed from
0: yeah.
1: if you see that guy open, get rid of the ball, man! Don't hold on to another second and let him and let, him, and let the D V find it. And it's just you got him open, you got to let it rip. At the end of the game, at the end of the game, you had the dude wide open going across the field for a touchdown. You threw it to the guy that had three guys around you because you waited, like stupidity. And I was like, that's just my big takeaway from it. Dan's got to decide, look, do I want to go now, keep Emory in there, keep going throughout this season or do I want to look ahead to the future? And do I want to see what we have in Richardson? That's, yeah, that's the he had to make. That was arguably the worst called game I've seen in the Dan Mullen era at Florida.
0: Yeah, that mind and you,
1: mind, you, mind you, Kentucky's way better, especially on the defensive side of the ball than they ever been. They they are good on the defensive side of the ball, but. That the excuse for losing that game, and then the block field goal leading to the touchdown, everything like that. There was a lot of things that went Kentucky's way that needed to go their way to win that game. But Florida played Florida played a piss poor game, and it was it was it was just called <coughs> just game of devil.
0: Florida came in, and
1: everybody always comes up to me and goes, "Oh, well you always see that?" I, no, man. No, 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 no. no. If it's shit, I'll tell you it's shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to mix words. I will let you know if I see something that sucked, and that sucks. The
0: play calling. No. I'm not, not yeah. going to mix it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I completely agree with you uh, with Dan Mullen. I didn't know what he was doing, what game plan he was trying to run. Everything set up. But as much as I want to blame <clears throat> Dan, I want to blame the players. That's a cause that there was offsides. There was a uh, there was an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty hitting a player outside of bounce. Uh, so the players didn't come up to play. The players wasn't right. Uh, the players let their environment get to them. They just need to realize that if they have to deal with that Kentucky, just imagine you got to go to Death Valley. Yeah, Give
1: Here's the thing that's still on Dan. Dan needs to see that they're jumping offsides. Dan needs to look at them and go, "Look, we're going to this camp. We're not doing none of this clapping crap. We're going on a silent count. You watch that guy's head movement when the center moves his head, then y'all jump and you go. You watch the ball. Stop watching, stop listening for hand claps when you can't hear anything.
0: Oh, yeah. That's no, well, that's not that's I watch that.
1: You have to make you have to make those types of adjustments. Guys are going off what they hear. If you can't hear in that place and you're still going off a clapping cadence, there's no reason to have the clapping cadence if
0: you can't hear. Oh yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm still putting some on Dan, but I'm putting on some of the players too. That's eight that's eight. Eight pins that they jumped all sides, man. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and, and, and pin it all on Dan. I'm pinning on some of the players too. And some day, you know, you looking professional. Yeah.
1: No couple of them even, a couple of them were thrown, and the guy didn't even move. And they were like, oh, start. I'm like, nobody moved. Especially the one that was at the goal, goal line. I was like, nobody moved
0: at all whatsoever. I was like, what are y'all called? It, it was it was one of those games that was a perfect storm for Kentucky to win. Um, I, I Listen, I also want to give a credit to Wondell, Wondell Robinson. Daniel. Yeah, Wondell Robinson, that their their uh their slot receiver, uh, that dude's got some talent. Yeah. Man. He he, he looked like a series like an NFL talent. He looks good. Uh, there was a few plays hey, that he burned well. our backs on. I know we we're missing some of our main main backs, but he took advantage of the opportunity. He looks great. Man. Not that we're missing some, we're
1: missing all of
0: them. Yeah, our, yeah.
1: our starting corners are not
0: there. Yeah. I was being generous, so, but you're right. Being decimated, yeah. We're
1: missing, we're missing all of them. We were starting two freshmen. Yeah. that tells
0: you? Yeah. Yeah. That, no, it was bad. It yeah, was bad. We, the the problem no, I saw on
1: defense, we still can't tackle. We still yeah. our first half of the games, we forget how to tackle. Like it's like we completely forgot. When we needed to, we could tackle. But we,
0: we just – we completely forget how to tackle. I'm talking about an opportunity for to make that jump into the top 10 or even up in the top 10 even more. It was right there for the taking, and, and we just blew it. I'm mad about it. Now you just made me reverse mad. I'm going to the game tomorrow. I didn't want to be mad. Now you just made me mad
1: again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's switch topics here. Big 10 and SEC dumps in top four anyways – uh, like I said, all those top four teams, Kevin. What you initially think about the top four in general? Because it's done by SEC again, and some some uh, Big Ten teams are in here. No, was Iowa. Out. Mm-hmm. And that's out. That, that's
1: it. Georgia still don't know what they do on offense. Besides just run the ball, that's because you're playing every opponent they've played is inferior in the run defense. So I, uh, I still don't know what they do offensively. <laughs> like, are you legit? We're four games into the season or five games into the season, and we do not know what Georgia's identity is on offense. Are you wanting to throw the ball? Do you, can you pass the ball? What can you do? And what are you going to do constantly? And we, we just don't know. I know one thing. Their defense is legit. But again, just how legit are they? They play the Clemson team we know isn't that good. Mm-hmm. They played the Arkansas team which caught these other teams that they were playing at a good time and beat them. And we know they're, they are what they usually are. So mm-hmm. I, we just... They have questions that I need to see them. Like this weekend, I'll answer a few more questions because they're playing Auburn. So that'll give me... That would give me a little more insight on what Georgia that is. is okay. Georgia's, Georgia's got a lot of defensive talent. And, but I want to see, you know, I just want to see more. Gotcha. Fair enough. Iowa. They're, they're, Iowa's Iowa. Iowa have that game where they slip up and lose, Because they always do. Always do. Never fails. Uh,
0: Who else is up there? Penn State.
1: It's the 14th. Penn Penn, State always has that game where they lose. Same with Iowa. Big team teams are almost the same. All of them snuff each other out eventually. Nobody snuffs you out that's not supposed to snuff you out. And And it's funny.
0: It it probably end up being Ohio State and Michigan too, who also are in the top ten. That probably be the one that take them out. out
1: at all. And they'll do that
0: constant influx thing, and then voila, Ohio State will end up in the playoffs, or whoever will end up in the playoffs. <laughs> hey, that's how it works, man. So. It happens every year, though. Yep, for sure, for sure. All right, well, that, that should do with this episode here. Stick around. We'll make our picks later on, um, but this is going close with bad boy, I know. Kevin's was still in route to pick up his young one. His yeah, boy. We, need, we barely made it out of Jacksonville. <laughs> he barely made it out of Jacksonville, so yeah, the tra- 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 traffic must be horrendous. Good, no, traffic is shit. The traction, construction is a... Brutal, it ain't even construction.
1: It's people do not know how to drive. Look here. All you people that think about moving to Florida stay the fuck out of our state. <laughs>
0: Uh, this uh, is why uh, driving sucks in Florida it's not our fault it's y'all's
1: fault stupid people from up north come down here driving like they still up north no you
0: better drive like you're from Florida (laughs) All right. make sure y'all stay tuned for me and Kevin throughout the week Uh, you can follow the Twitter podcast page at Balls My Court follow me at in the CP. See look, we almost got cut off by some idiot with a Georgia tag. <laughs> uh follow the Balls My Court Podcast at Anchor and Potomatic. Anchor.fm quartet fall in the minus Facebook, type in balls my court podcast, Instagram at Balls My Court Podcast. We are on iTunes, Sony Radio, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Windows, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and many other sites as well. As Kevin likes to say, if you listen to us before, listen to us there again. Oh, look, you said Google Podcasts. Nice. Yeah, I'm glad you talked that. <laughs> so, uh, guys, thanks for listening. For today's call, Kevin Carter, Wild My Podcast. Stay tuned for the business. we We'll be coming up for the
1: And three, get the table and